The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. Good morning, St. Louis. You're listening to the Ryan <laughs> Kelly Morning After. Where's Tim? There it is. What? Where is he? Sleeping in today, maybe. Where's Tim? He's I'm on sure. vacation. He'll hop on uh, oh. whenever, he, whenever he wants to. He'll hop on, okay. do a little of the presentation, hop off. God bless. He's uh, enjoying time in Hilton Head, South Carolina. And uh, so we'll talk to him soon. But until then, we have Douglas Elvin Vaughn to my right across the dais. Darren the Plowhawk Atkins with a strapped with a strawberry gogurt, an offshoot of gogurt. Yeah, they call them moo tubes. Moo which tubes. I actually think I like this name better than oh, gogurt. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, moo you ever throw tube? that bad boy oh, in the freezer? Sure. You ever put that in the freezer? No, I haven't yet. Ooh, it's a good play. Frozen gogurt. What delicious. we do is we have these little, um, like dog tray, like ice cube thing that you can put yogurt in them, freeze them, and they're little dog treats. Little yogurt frozen dog treat for the old pups. Oh, really? Isn't yeah. that adorable? They feel like they're eating ice cream. Yeah, right? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. yeah. It's adorable. To my left, Kenneth Iggy Strode, Brentwood Hall of Famer, by the way. In uh, my studio until 8.30, we have KG in O-Town. He's kind enough to move his schedule around. He's going to be here with us for about an hour and a half. Appreciate KG and O-Town as always. I'm Action Jackson. You are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. This is the Munganast 7 o'clock hour. Uh, Listener cycle on, cycle off. Tim will be on eventually. He'll hop on. Oh, will he? Yeah, we'll talk okay. it out. We'll Maybe hung out with, with uh, Quinn and Chris last night. Maybe went to that restaurant there. What sure. was the name of that restaurant again? I forgot. Black Pony, maybe? He was going to drive for an hour or so to hang out with people that What's you knew? With, it's like, with my camera. It's like 20 minutes. Oh, uh, well, the camera. Oh, come on, Blousey. What's wrong with you two? Right. You want to go to cam shot? You got this, Plowhawk? I have faith in you. I see your head. Okay. I see my head, but it's really messed up. Um, camera. <laughs> Raise your chair. Uh, no, no. We, let's get the camera right. Um, so maybe Tim's still on the no, boat. No, not that one. Tim is not still on that boat. He would not have driven an hour or more to see people he didn't know. If you can hang out on a boat, have some cocktails out on the water. With people he didn't know? I would. Oh, you would not. Yeah, if I got to see him first. You're see, that desperate see, for a boat ride that you'd get on a boat with just anybody, just yeah. to get on a boat? I like the water. Some I've met some couple and, you know, saw him on Facebook, and they sent me a message, and I said, yeah, I'll come over. There we go, Plow. Plow just fixed my camera. No, I think that's perfect. Okay. boy, Plowsy. Thank you. I can do things. Absolutely. I did things. Absolutely. Well, did while, while you were doing that, Iggy hinted that there I was didn't a couple it. trying to lure him into swinging on Facebook. Really? No, I didn't say that. Not you, on the You family. asked me would I go on a boat with somebody I didn't know. But you said a couple asked you to go on a boat. No, I said if a couple. If oh, a couple. If they did. And I'd seen him on Facebook, and we maybe exchanged some messages. But I'm sure Tim trusts my judgment that I say they're cool people. 
I'm sure they are. I'm sure. I'm sure he would. There's not a chance in hell that he would drive more than an hour to go visit people he's never seen or met before. I was trying to throw out content. Maybe that's where he is. Okay. No, it could be, but um, you know, we'll wait and see. He'll be on eventually. Uh, get involved in the program. Text in the EDF group text inbox. That's three one four eight eight one TMA five. You can also call in six three six. 9004 TMA. And we can do a press conference Friday. I'd love to take some calls. So, uh, well, what's pressing? What isn't, really? Uh, the Cardinals take on the Nationals tonight. I know that's going to get people fired up. Oh, it will. It'll bring doctors and their significant <laughs> others down here to try to swing. Yeah. And their curious fingers at that. Start um, of a remarkable and historic second half comeback for the Redbirds. Yeah, we'll remember this day, July 14th as the day the Cardinals turned it around and started so. the, the quest for 12 and 23. Well, I think you're exactly right. Yeah. I think I read on the Cardinal 24-7 fan page. Which is the, the bastion of information when it comes to Creme Major League Baseball. I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I do like the moderator of the page, the creator of the page. Other than that, it's is kind it of accessible. No, it is not. No, it kind who's, of looks like the moderator? Nonetheless, it said they need to have a 72% win percentage to get to 90 I feel like 90 is probably going to win the division, right, don't you think? Maybe might, might not take that much. The Reds may falter a little bit. Yeah. You're going to have their team kind of beat up on each other. I would say to be safe, 88 to 90 wins should do it. Is this team going to win 72% of the games down the stretch? No. At the very least. Highly oh. doubt it. I mean, the best team in the league, best team in baseball, doesn't win 72% of its games. And I, the best teams in baseball don't have the best fans. Oh, yeah. That, that's right. And so many of them play for the money. Right. And our guys don't. And it really helps in September when you look back on all those <laughs> losses you had earlier and yeah. realize how much they help. When you see Jordan Hicks fire the baseball 10 feet above Paul Goldschmidt's mm-hmm. head, you think about that in September and you go, okay, right. we're not going to make the same mistake yeah. twice. Yeah, we know not to do that now. <laughs> we're learning. Mm-hmm. Name that place is the Black Sheep. What's this now? <laughs> we couldn't remember the name of the restaurant that oh, they went right. to last night. Oh, Quentin and Chris. oh that one's the one. The Black Sheep. Uh, Doug, if you think the National League Central is bad, you have the Reds at 50 and 41 with the first place. 49 and 42 are the Brewers. They're one game back. The Cardinals, of course, 11 and a half games back, sitting at 38 and 52. Yeah. But you look across uh, to the junior circuit. I, no, don't say that. Don't say senior circuits. It just doesn't matter. It's just so immaterial. <laughs> well, I, I say it. And when you look over to the junior circuit oh. and the central division of the junior circuit, the Guardians at 45 and 45 hold first place uh, by a half game over the Twins or yeah. one game below 500. Well, that happens from time to time. Yeah. Divisions get good. Divisions get bad. Ah, yes, divisions. divisions. What about mm-hmm. spring training? Spring training, if you're in Arizona, you call it the Cactus League. Right. If you're in Florida, you call it the Grapefruit League. Indeed. When I think of Florida, I don't think of grapefruit. Yeah. I think of oranges. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What about the Swinging League? <laughs> the, the Villages oh. League. Ocean, palm <laughs> trees. Can you imagine having the Village Patch on your spring training? <laughs> Upside down pineapple. Yeah. Be, they should call it the Pineapple Man, League. They're really missing on some marketing opportunities yeah. here. I know that people in the Villages were upset at all the rain. They complained to their golf course that the golf course was getting too wet. <laughs> like, what is a golf course going to do with the rain? Build what a, now? Build people, a dome. Yeah, the villages. The villages in Florida. Yeah, they have their own golf course at the villages. Right, they got probably more than one. Yeah, but at the time they had one. Just for now, they've built a few more because it's like it's a city now. It used to just be a little community. Yeah. Now it's a city. Um, 
But they had a lot of rain, and they bitched at the golf course that it's getting too wet out here. And what's the golf course supposed to do? I, I don't Unless know. Unless they don't have an irrigation system who, and they want to drain Who complained about it? The people that belong to the club, the villages. The Was village. there improper draining or something? Village something? swingers. I don't know. Maybe they're upset with the irrigation or the. it's not draining well. I don't know. But it's they went and they complained to the golf course. All right. That was a big deal on the news for some reason. Just recently? I saw it on Facebook. It says villages, villages in an uproar over their wet golf course. Well, that's a when it rains you get wet, Doug. Yeah. Uh, you guys should get Post Malone on the show. It's from the Birthday Hawk. Yeah, Post Malone's in town tonight. He's playing the amphitheater. You guys going? No, I went to his show uh, last fall. When he fell? Yeah, at Enterprise Center. It was a great show. He fell off the stage. He there was a hole in the stage where they usually send up the microphone stand and hit like a stool when he does like an acoustic part of his show. Yeah. And they left that hashtag hole open. Oh no. And he didn't see it and fell right through and landed on his ribs Ow. and cracked a couple of ribs, That's but still crazy. finished the show. The show continued. Uh, it took about a 10 to 15 minute pause as he <laughs> received <laughs> medical attention, but he came back out and finished the show, which was unbelievable yeah. because I, th- I think I might have shut it down. Cause when you look at the video, it's like, not only would it knock the wind out of you, but literally, like, cracked ribs. So, oh. Yeah. So, so Post Malone has been here twice in one less than a year. Yeah. Yeah, we can't get Stevie Nicks or Billy Joel or Bruce Springsteen or Those Eagles. Those people are 80. <laughs> and this yeah. is St. Louis. But they're big acts. They certainly are. We get are. Post Malone twice in a year. He's a big act as well. Yeah, I guess. He's a hell of a guitar player. I mean, player. he's currently, at the moment, probably much more relevant than some of the people you just named. Well, relevant, but not a bigger name, I wouldn't think. Well, in the general consciousness at the moment, I think he might be. I mean, if Springsteen came here, he'd sell Well, Bruce of... Springsteen, that's a whole different story, but like maybe like Stevie Nicks, just because she was in a band for so long. Yeah, in the scheme of things. Like, if you look at Taylor Swift, she's probably going to... I think she'll probably gross him a billion dollars, I read, for this tour. 50 dates. Compared to, now she's doing stadiums, compared to The Cure, who just ended their oh, North the American cure. tour. <laughs> we have to they get just, more into this. just ended the North American tour, and they grossed $37 million. Because people don't like The Cure as much. No, it's just they're playing 18,000-seat arenas and selling out, not selling out 50,000-seat oh! And the reason for that is that people don't like them as much. Well, they sold out. Okay, they sold out 18,000, not 80,000. That's the difference. Well, I'm saying. If they were as popular as Taylor Swift, they'd be playing the big stage. I didn't stadiums. say they were popular as Taylor Swift. I'm just talking about the, you can sell out a concert venue for 37 dates and gross 37 million. You can sell out stadiums with 50 dates and make a billion. Well, there's not they many. Say he's and sure, and my here. point is <laughs> the average ticket price for a Taylor Swift concert is like almost $300, average ticket price. Right. Because she's the cure, the, the cure was about 50. Right. I'm try- because the cure isn't as popular. That's or Taylor Swift doesn't really care about her fans, which is probably accurate too. Well, they're all in it. But I don't know. I don't necessarily think that she's in a hundred percent charge of how much her tickets cost. And she's yeah, not she the is. only one either to she have is. astronomical she, tickets. She prices. makes not her record label. Well, she sees what the prices are. She can either say that's too expensive or bring them down. So the cure did. They didn't go with the dynamic pricing. Um, they said we don't want any of our tickets over a hundred dollars. If I or two hundred, if you said like in the first five rows, but why don't musicians just do? I think Queen B, uh, Beyonce did this. Find one person in Saudi Arabia willing to spend like 
$100 million for, like, two concerts of Europe for, like, a 16-year-old birthday party. Like, I, I would do that. Find somebody in the PIF. Well, they probably, maybe they do try. That, that's what I would do. I'd do two concerts a year, but privatized for well, Saudi Arabian people <laughs> probably are only interested in the people that they've heard of, which would be the very biggest stars. No, I'm just saying if I am a big star, I think that's what I would do. I wouldn't yeah. do a – if I'm worth, you know, Taylor Swift, what, $400 million? Probably. Wouldn't that be concert washing? <laughs> nice, Doug. Be. But uh, why would you do a 50-stadium tour? I know you love the, love the atmosphere and the environment, but, what, man, that's a lot to put through when you're already worth a half a billy. Yeah. Well, they love what they're doing. Yeah, I, 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 I guess so. It's like yeah. baseball players that, you know – They've made all the money they can, you know. I've made $400 million in my career, but I want to play two more years because I love the game. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think you could, if you're a performer, you could really match the rush of walking out to a stadium of 50,000 people and they're all singing every lyric of your song. I think yeah. that probably gets pretty addictive. And the hard work oh. is not by the star. The hard work is, I'm sure, by the yeah. people who oh, put yeah. the stages up right. and down and get the I don't know, audio man. just right and the lighting and just right. And they do that with, you know, if you have back-to-back concerts... You know, I mean, she's flying. She gets on her private jet. She gets to the next stop in an hour and just in her hotel room. These guys are driving a bus. They get there at the wee hours of the morning, and they have to already have to start setting up the stage. Yeah. yeah, but three hours of singing, that would... Having to maintain your vocal cords during, like, one of those tours would be a grind, yeah, man. Because she does, apparently, three hours plus. A lot of people lose it. Stevie Nicks lost her voice for a period of time. Uh, Waylon lost his voice Wallen. for a period of time. <laughs> yeah, Wallen. I remember that. He had to cancel, like, ten... Stops, I think. Yeah. yeah, but for someone like Taylor Swift, she's done this almost her entire life. Right. Well, she's yeah. lip syncing most of it anyway, so she saves her voice. Damn. Oh, Gina, that's a serious accusation. Woo-wee. There's a lot of voice tracking going on. Yeah, Lady Gaga started that, I think. Yeah, she's never. Speaking yeah. of which, oh, Lady, she started at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Lady yeah, Gaga, Super Bowl, especially. Lady Gaga couldn't sell at the dome. She is scared to play in St. Louis from the six one eight. Well, she's not on tour, so. She hasn't been on tour. Long time. She can't sell any tickets, I guess. No, she's been doing movies. She just finished uh, The Joker. Yeah. The musical. I want no part of your pursuit of Gaga. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, From the 573, Metallica is playing two shows in St. Louis this year. Yeah. Probably they'll both sell out. They're playing two different different shows, too. I think concerts are going to get better once the 60-year-old bands start to officially retire. I feel like they kind of clog. Better for who? It kind of clogged the... Uh, for other bands and other artists looking for to play bigger venues, these little f- farewell tours that they have every other year for these types of bands, I think once they're officially gone, and kind of open up things for other bands with maybe a little bit better talent. No offense to Metallica, but, you know, they're 45 years old. Be well, nice to get some fresh blood up in this city. I think they're more than 45. Probably. Yeah. Plus, I, I, 45 is not, not old. No, I'm at 45 years in oh, the business. Oh, 45, okay, like gotcha. that. Yeah, oh, gotcha. I know. 45 years of touring. Yeah, like, we've, we've, how much more can you get? Well, they'll come close fans? to selling out Bush Stadium Oh, they, no, so. they will. It's the line of man, Plowsy. If people still go and pay their money, they'll keep doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, and if it's a band that people aren't interested in and people won't pay to see, then Rascal they're not going to sell out any, any <laughs> venue. Flats. Uh, got news for you, Grandpa Grapefruit. The Cure wants everyone to believe they didn't want tickets to be over $100, when in fact, no one would have bought tickets for The Cure for over 30 Reverse psychology got you again. That's from The Wedding Tackle. Oh, that makes no sense. Yeah, they definitely spend $100 on The Cure tickets. There's a wait li- list of like 900 people, apparently, or whatever it was. Well, they sold out every venue they're at. 
wouldn't matter. There's people that would have spent $400, $500 to go see The Cure. They just don't gouge their fans. I don't know what, what's your point is. You got me again. <laughs> you know, I mean, that I, paid, I, paid a, I paid 200 for both of mine. And then didn't go. I was expecting to pay well, more. you did go. Whatever they want to believe, Doug. I really don't care. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, but they could have. They would have sold out if they charged 100 200 I was expecting $200 for tickets. When the first thing I saw in Section 300 was 50 bucks. I said, what? So I scrolled, and I found in the Section 100s for 100 All right. And then met the gal there? Well, I had to. I don't have Venmo, so I needed cash. Yeah. Uh, Metallica's is Dome, not Bush Stadium. It's from Who's Your Daddy? Uh, they'll sell at the Dome, too. Well, they won't sell. Sell at the Dome. They won't sell at the back. They'll come close to 50000 each night. Yeah, that's about right. I think Guns N' Roses is the one. I hate concerts at the Bush Dome. Stadium. It's just so hollow. Oh, uh, Doug, we have our first phone caller. What? And he's got a cardinal question. It's the oh. Shrewsbury seat sniffer, and okay. he's on line one. He's sniffing seats. Hello, Shrewsy. Morning, cuties. How you doing? Oh, fine. You? I'm good. Uh, I don't have too much time. I have a meeting at, what time is it now? I have a meeting at 7.30, so That's, I just had a quick okay. question. All right, real fast. It's actually not about the Cardinals. I just I just didn't know if you guys would let me through or not. But, right, right. Uh, yeah, we, such, we screen our calls. A very thorough vetting process. I was wondering if you guys have had a similar experience. I'm going to ask the question, then I'll just hang up and listen. But I was looking through some old family pictures with my family the other day, and I have this great-grandfather who was like a mounted policeman, and he had a mustache. And overall, I was just wondering, have you guys ever looked through, like, old pictures of, like, your— Sorry, the dog's barking. uh, (laughs) —of your male relatives and thought, man, if I had been born, like, 100 years earlier, I would probably date that guy. That's Date that I'm guy. Question. Yeah. So I got to go, but the dog's barking. I got to let him out. So that's just my question. I wanted to see what you guys thought. Thank okay. You. Fabulous question, Sniffer. Very nice. Lots to chew on there. I have uh, looked through old family pictures. I've got them all the way back to great-grandparents. And you've never looked 18, at them? 1800s. Yeah, you never looked at them and said, hmm, my great-grandfather's kind of cute. It didn't have that thought, no. Yeah, I got to be no. honest. I never had the thought, but certainly an interesting thought exercise. Plowhawk, your thoughts? I mean, I, lo- I, I love looking back at uh, old-timey photos. I kind of wish I, I... Each era had its own struggles. Not, I'm not saying I r- would rather live back in that time period than what I'm currently at. I surely would not. But we also deal with our own struggles here as well. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I think looking back at the old-timey photos, I like... Like eight layers of clothing in the summer. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. There's no like actual summer gear. It was yeah. just... Like, it was very breathable. Yeah. The garments needed to change. Well, you don't really know what the weather was like today. The picture was taken, do you? No, I'm just saying, in general, you typically don't see people in summer clothing. No, people and dress much better. People much dress... nicer. Yeah, even if it's a thin garment, you're wearing long sleeves and 100% pants. Yeah. I don't think guys wore shorts hardly ever. Yeah. My dad, when he go out, whether he go out to dinner with my mom or behind the bar, I posted a picture of my dad a few weeks ago uh, behind the bar at Charco House from, like, Skip. I think... Skip, I think probably early 70s, and he could dress. He would always go in with the nice slacks, nice... <laughs> he always wore slacks. Well, I mean, nice slacks. He wasn't wearing these uh, jeans, or he always had a nice pair of pants on, a nice press shirt with a tie. Um, that's what he wore behind the bar. Um, uh, they told me a story one time, Earl Widman. Earl 
Widman. Widman. He was in. He owned. W i d m a n. Yeah, he owned Widman motorcycles. Oh sure. Widman Harley Davidson, but he uh, would like sponsor my dad's uh, bowling team, and they would go to Vegas every year and get a Winnebago, and they go to Vegas. And Earl told me times your dad changed outfits nine times in one day. Go out to dinner, outfit. Go to the casino, go up and change. Went bowling, changed. Went out uh, here, changed. I mean, changed like nine. He just. But then in the summertime at home, he was the biggest Hoosier. He would barbecue with a pair of plaid shorts on, black socks, and no shirt. Oh. Mm. Black you know, socks pulled up to the knees? <laughs> no, just, oh, you know, thigh high. wingtip shoes You know, on? to like the calf, and I'm thinking, God, for such a guy who's so well-dressed, you look like such a Hoosier at home. Oh. <laughs> what I a mean, great compliment to the pops. No, I mean, I got a, I got a picture of him. He's barbecuing. He's got on, he's got on a bucket hat, no shirt, uh, and plaid shorts with black socks. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I guess uh, in your home, you don't care. You're just going to be comfortable. But, that's uh, a look. Uh, guys, I hope uh, Shrewsbury Seat Sniffer's meeting is with a uh, shotgun that's from the Ghost Trouble. Oh, damn. Uh, we got another caller on the line. TMA Walrus number one is on line three, and he's got a question about concerts. What's up, Walrus? What's up, boys? How are you all today? Oh, we're fine. You? Pretty good, thank you. So my wife and I were talking about the price of concert tickets last night. Now, back in the day, late 90s, early 2000s, uh, she saw, you know, Gwen Stefani, Backstreet Boys, and Sync, all those type bands. And she said the most she ever paid was $75 um, per ticket. And that's when you had to, like, get on the phone and call Ticketmaster or call the venue, all this kind of stuff. So I theorize... That's still a lot of money for the early 2000s. Right, yeah, no, I agree. But I theorize, though, that today you have, like, SeatGeek and stuff of all these second, third-party sellers. And so, like Doug was saying, supply and demand... And people can go to these other cities, you know, fly, drive, whatever. So people are going to jack up those prices. I don't know what the regular price for, like, Taylor Swift tickets were, like if you just got them the day of. But the only reason they're so high is just because people know someone's going to pay for that. So they jack it up. So I think it's a little skewed. Yeah, but there are people that would love to go that can't afford it who are really fans. And I'm not saying they're not fans that aren't going. Um, but there are fans that can't, like the girl I took to the concert in Chicago. She couldn't afford what they were charging on these uh, outlets. She was a gypsy woman. You know, she didn't get a ticket uh, like I did. I had to go online, and I got one of the promo codes, so I got in line. She didn't get that. Um, so she's going to, like, SeatGeek and all these other ones, like four or five, $600, and she couldn't afford it. She really wanted to see them. That was, like, her bucket list concert, too, like mine. And she was so bummed she couldn't go, and she was so ecstatic when I said, I'm just going to sell it to you for what I paid for it. So with, you know, with the service fees, 140 bucks, whatever it was. But there's right, people I that want to go that can't afford it. Well, that happens with everything. There's people who want to go to the Super Bowl who can't afford it. Sorry. <laughs> there's people who want to drive a Rolls Royce, can't afford it. Sorry. <laughs> it just happens. That's our system. Well, and I go back to when I first started going to concerts, probably early 70s. Um... It wasn't unusual to go to the Keel Auditorium and get a, have a concert for two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, I think I saw Queen for five bucks back in the early seventies. Yeah. I remember cool. the days when the best seat in the house for a blues game was like eight dollars. Yeah, down on the parquet. Yeah, and we thought, well, I can't pay eight, so I'll pay five and sit halfway <laughs> up in the in the nosebleed section. We actually had those thoughts. Eight's too much. Five is okay. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't I, imagine yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's how it was. You can still get like a garden but, game for like five bucks still. 
Yeah, if you, if you work it, yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. I just go on StubHub last minute or SeatGeek. I can always get pretty cheap tickets. You probably do that for a lot of, like, artists, too, like concerts like that. Like, if people just want to get rid of them two hours before the concert, they probably might give you a bargain. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, wonder. In fact, uh, speaking of uh, Taylor Swift, last time she was in town, I think it was pre-pandemic, we wanted to go, and we found tickets for like 100 bucks, you know, like three, four hours before, and I was like, oh, we should do it, but then I, I didn't. So I kind of regret it now because compared to what they are, there's no way we're going to be able to go see her. Yeah. By the way, can I ask a, make another statement about the bobblehead? Okay, one more statement, please. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> So it's really not that difficult. I've done it a few times. Uh, if there's something that we want, I go, I drive my wife, she gets one, and then I sell the other one. But what you do is you add shipping into the uh, total asking price. So it's not really anything out of pocket for you. And sometimes if you do it through eBay, they knock like 2 or $3 off. So say you charge $10 for shipping, you only pay like $7 for the shipping. So you get a couple extra bucks. But I always include that in the price. And all the times I sold anything from the Cardinals game, which, I mean, it's probably 10 times, I've always at least made up my ticket money and more. So if you play it right, it's, it's not too difficult to do. You're a smooth operator, fella. Yeah, for real. No, no, not really. It's just You're keeping those A-Lock safe, so good for you, Walrus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? Me? Anything else, TMA Walrus, number one? Well, thanks for everything you guys do. I appreciate it. I enjoy it. And, uh, Plowsy, I know you get a lot of slack about the skeletons. I think you do a great job. I really <laughs> appreciate all the drops and everything you do. So, I appreciate it, Walrus. You. Needed that going into the weekend. Thank you, What Wally. a great call. That was great. One of my favorite ones we've Wally. had in a while. Yeah. Uh, these callers are absolutely brutal. I have a serious question here. Hey, Doug, have you ever snorted a fat mound of fire blow off a stripper's starfish before entering? If you no, haven't, no. get ready to live. That's Doug, when you're covering you alcohol. If you could decipher half of that, you win the prize. Yeah, I would have remembered it. I have off a no. boob. Oh, yeah. And a starfish. <laughs> starfish. You feel that was a miss? Gosh. No, the boob was fine. Yes, that would suffice. Mm. Uh, I got last-minute Chappelle seats for 75% off 10 minutes before the show started. That's from my boy, Sweet Sweet Kai. Well, yeah, was, if you want to wait, if you want to wait to the last minute, right. and then chance you may not get a ticket. Sure. I was one of the olds who originally fought against the idea of losing the paper tickets and everything electronic mm -hmm. just because it, it seems more difficult and complicated at first. But, boy, it sure does make it easy now. You to get tickets the at the last minute to yeah. transfer something electronically. So much easier. You, you, can, sit to, yeah. at, you can sit at home a half hour before a, a game or a concert starts, score a ticket, and still get there. Absolutely. When that would have never been. Very possible to pull off years ago. Put it on your Apple wallet. No Wi-Fi needed. Beep. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's so much easier. It's pretty easy. And think of the money that the the team save in printing cost of all those. Yeah, paper hundreds tickets. of millions of tickets a year are probably saved, right? Yeah. Like, with do you think that sporting events? Hundreds of millions. I don't. Well, well with over sporting events. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sporting events, yeah. concerts. I mean, monster truck rallies. You're talking trees all these are saved. I don't like save it for the, the fact that in. A lot of people feel the same way I do who go to a lot of concerts is you like the stub. You like, and it's not even a stub anymore. It's the whole ticket. They just scan it. But you like to save your tickets. Yeah, well, oh. now, you take, now you take pictures. You no, you can pictures. actually go to the box office of anywhere you're at, and they will print you off a ticket. Or can't you, can't you print off the ticket that's on your phone? That one go doesn't to your look home, good. Go, go to your home printer and print it off? 
Yeah, you could absolutely do that. No, it's just a scanning. It's just a code. Eggy, I'm pretty yeah, but that's sure. What, that's the ticket. So that's what you would print. If you go to, like, Will Call or the box office or so, customer service, whatever, you know, somebody helps you out of the concert, they'll print you off a ticket. How I they, read that. They how can they do that if they don't have any tickets printed? They do it for sporting events, like for big sporting events. They did it for LeBron uh, breaking the record because mm-hmm. they kind of inherently knew, so they printed out tickets in case people wanted them. Now, I, probably not for every event, but I know for major concerts and major sporting events, they'll have you'll have that option. Yeah, I wouldn't think if I went to Paramore and scanned my ticket and went to the box office. Probably not Enterprise. that one. <clears throat> hey, I want a ticket for Paramore. We don't have tickets. You got these you know, electronic tickets. Well, if they, but if I they bet could, they might, they might just print out one particular ticket. They might have a printer right there and say, all right, here's a copy of your ticket. Because you're already we'll in the stadium. Ticket form. It doesn't matter if you get another ticket for the same event on that. T- I mean, right, you're you just already tell them in it's the for event. Yeah. Value. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they keep 80,000 tickets <laughs> there no, waiting no, just no. in case somebody comes and asks. No, but no. if one or two people yeah. ask, they probably have the ability to, to print out a ticket. Because a ton of people like to do that and get them signed later, you know, maybe at a, a card show or wherever their now favorite. The pageant, pageant's still doing paper tickets. Okay. <laughs> so if you go to a concert of the pageant, you get your ticket. Okay. Uh, hey, Jackson, can you please explain the Len of the Plug situation one more time? It's all over my Twitter feed, and I'm so confused. It's from the 573. I'll try to do it as quickly if and efficiently could. as possible. Yeah. Len of the Plug. Porn star, Doug. Uh, what's the name? Lena the Plug. Okay. Guy? Female. Oh, you figure if the name is the plug, he's probably a guy. Right? <laughs> no, nope. yeah, you'd think, but no, one of the plug, female, just married to Adam Twenty Two. No Adam Twenty Two of No Jumper. No Jumper interviews hip hop artists. Um, he's been doing this for like ten years. He's built up a pretty nice little industry of interviewing hip hop artists. Those two just re- they've been together for a while. They just recently got married. Oh, that's fabulous. While they were together, they were only sleeping with each other, except Adam on one of the plug show called Plug Talk, Doug. Oh, brother. Would interview a female porn star, and then they would have sex with that porn star after the interview. That was just an, an ongoing that was that was thing? Their, yeah, that was their show. They got married in May, May or June. I think it was May. The, the Plug and Adam. The plug and Adam. And then right after they got married... Lena had decided, I guess, with Adam's blessing, uh, haphazardly or not, that they are going, that she was going to sleep with another gentleman on camera. For her job, as a for porn her star. job as a porn star, okay. which she hadn't been, which she hadn't been doing with male porn stars since they've been together. Then the video just came out of Lena the plug and her new co-star. Okay. And Adam Twenty Two has been all on Twitter. Uh, he's kind of like, okay, it's fine now, and now he's he's getting dragged. He's been called a cuck many times. Oh, has he? Yeah, so that's the situation, if there's any confusion. And we're supposed to be worried or concerned about this no, in some way? No, it's just, it's it's internet fodder. It's it's Twitter fodder. Um, but this gentleman, or lady, most likely a lady, actually, uh, asked me to explain the situation real quick, so that's it. So one of the plug, the video of her sleeping with her new co-star just came out. And Adam Twenty Two is once again being dragged. Would you like to do a podcast yourself, where you slept with everyone you interviewed? <laughs> yeah. Can <laughs> you imagine Iggy podcast with that? You'd be slaying some mm. monsters. Pepper and Genie reboot. Yeah, Nina reformat. Nina Hartley comes on, and then you and Plowhawk. I don't know if Madison will be on board, depending on the paycheck that'll be written on these. 
podcast. But. Yeah. Such a miss that sportscasters are no longer having sex with guests after Sports Sunday. It really that's is. from Tom Traven. Uh, Adam22 can have either of my holes. That's from oh. the total package. Oh. Hey, it's Jackson here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. My favorite part about Factor is the convenience of it all. These are no-prep, no-mess meals ready to go in two minutes. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash McKernan50 and use code McKernan50 to get 50% off. That's code McKernan50 at factormeals.com slash McKernan50 to get 50% off. Uh, I saw Doug at the driving range last night. I had trouble swinging the club with a boner. It's from the Crystal City Clamhammer. Oh, really? were, were you getting in work? I was I was at Tower T. Nice. Oh, man, you're always spotted about. Putting in work. Uh, yes. Doug and I Doug and I have a show called Nipple Talk. It airs daily after sin, the Sinbad segment. It's from Mr. Big Cream. It does? Yeah. I didn't know we found a platform. <laughs> I haven't peppered in a Sinbad in a minute. Feeling, feeling the itch? <laughs> On the it's about time to get some bed in How there. long ago was that? Was that ten years ago? We did no, that? no, no, no. No, this is. I was, was on Kirkwood. there, but I guess I've been on the show for almost ten years. Almost ten years. Really? Coming up on the anniversary. Yeah. Was it 2014? Yeah. So March wow. of 2024. Have we played ASMR Taylor in a while? <clears throat> you know, that's a plowhawk question. I would have to go back because we have an algorithm and shows you when the last time it played. That segment is unintentionally so funny. Oh my god! Yeah. It's, People I, thought it was creepy. I didn't think it was creepy. <laughs> there's a couple. That's not of, unusual. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple that where I scratch my head and go, "Why?" Some of them I can't believe we still have a show. Yeah. I'm glad some of the interviews. Yeah, well, yeah there's we're some just, just immediately taken off the air. Mid-interview, mm-hmm. did you hear it to click? It could still happen because we're playing them again. <laughs> right, that's the and thing. Again and again, not just we once. We gotta be careful with what we play again. Every nine days, Doug, we got them rolling. So you yeah. have to know. Sometimes you have to trust me. <laughs> when I'll, what a way to start a story. When I'll say, I got this, I got this kid in Miami I kind of been Facebook living with when he goes live and on Instagram, oh, yeah. SGO Kai. Yep. Our I think we need to, at that point. I'd like to get him on and then get his girlfriend on too. And then I'd like to get this ASMR Taylor on who I watch her videos. But they end up being good. Nice they end up being horrible. <laughs> and that's what makes it funny because it's so horrible. Yeah. The one we had with Vivian. Vivian Azure. Hello, that, Vivian? Yeah, that was one of the... Like, well, she was a porn star, so I always put porn stars on. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, just how that interview went, if you go back... We, now, we hear the drops and, like, everything, but, like, that whole interview, it only lasted, like, 15 minutes. Well, she was giddy that somebody actually wanted to talk to her. Oh! <laughs> I mean, it sounded like she was in some sort of hostel. Guys, yeah, the ASMR Taylor video was so creepy, especially when Iggy was asking for a personalized video. It's from Conclusion, the stripper. Oh. Well, I was just trying to get her some followers. You know what's funny is I was working at my other place, Abstract Marketing, and there was a few listeners that actually worked there. My boss, uh, uh, White Collar Gangster, worked there as well. Oh, he did. But we, I, I would, I had a listener like during one. Of, I'm just smoking, you know, outside of the building. You weren't and inside I, working. 
I, I dominated that job. But I was on a little bit of a break. But I had a listener run up to me and go, man, you got it. Because I didn't listen, no offense, to the show at all when yeah, I was gone. Because I was at work 8 to 5 or whatever. Well, sure you were. But, yeah, I actually podcasted the ASMR Taylor one What'd because I was informed several times that day that it's a must-listen. I would say I was satisfied Were you the really? 39 minutes that it took for me to finish. Uh, oh. I don't know if Tim asked her if she'd ever been with a woman before. There's so much meat on that. I mean, it, what who? kind of meat was there? ASMR Taylor if she'd been with a I woman. Think, I think he did. Uh, neither of those interviews were good, you delusional pumpkin. That's from Brian Henson. Oh, oh. Well, I think a lot of people enjoyed them, maybe for the creep factor. But Right. Uh, yeah, I think, jeez. Hey, comedy Still enjoyed comedy. them. Uh, I lost my virginity to Doug Unplugged, so where Doug ran around in the snow in his socks. So cold, yet oh. so wet from the 618. Yeah. Oh, oh, they, you guys that was a thing in, in Finland or Sweden I saw where people were running around in their socks uh, in the right. snow. I don't think jacking is try losing that. your virginity. Um, oh, nice. Ah, that's a good question. Text in your thoughts on it, 314-881-TMA5. You can also join the show via the phone lines, just like the Shrewsbury Seat Sniffer and TMA Walrus Number 1 did, 636-904-TMA. Doug, Ryan Kelly, title sponsor of this presentation. What he wants to do is help you buy a home, and that is a daunting task in this particular market. Inventory is near record lows, prices near record highs, not a good combination. Homes are going quick when they come on the market, so you need to be ready. Don't miss out on your dream home. Let Ryan Kelly and his home loan expert team help get you a leg up on the competition and make the process of buying a home fun and less stressful. The home loan expert, Ryan Kelly, can pre-approve you the day you call in and get you a 10-day closing guarantee. Realtors who accept offers love that. If you're even considering buying a new home, call Ryan Kelly and the home loan experts. Let them educate you and so you don't miss out on your dream home. It all starts at thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Mortgage. That's Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert. Uh, the wind-powered skeleton continues to play alien talk on a regular basis. Maybe oh. another wind gust will come through and throw some new content. That's from Nathan from the east side of Alton. Also, if you don't know this show, Doug, you can attest to this. Jackson as well. Yeah. Iggy or. taking a little break. <laughs> uh, <laughs> needs a minute. KG even. Like, we regurgitate a lot of topics. We take a topic and we kind of put a new wrinkle on it. So. Uh -huh. Like As new a, information becomes available. Right, we evolve with the with uh -huh. the takes. Thank you, KG. So somebody the other day mentioned that they have heard Greg Warren a few times last week or the week prior. Mm -hmm. But also, you got to think Greg Warren's our boy. We probably had him in the studio eight, ten times. So there's three or four different Greg sure Warren are. segments. He does different sketches and well, bits, yeah. which we all love. We love it's very those are evergreen. That's evergreen content, Jackson. We love time. evergreen content. Indeed, we do. So like we're gonna have multiple nasty talks like the one we did last yesterday here in four months or three months when i get to editing like when i get to the julys of 2023 mm -hmm. that's you're gonna hear that so like that could be peppered in with the old nasa stuff right again we had new fresh there, ideas there could be a new kind of, a new sighting of, a, of an alien a, a new, and we're gonna want to talk about a it new again. planet you know yeah. yeah we're gonna become the intergalactic show to the stars. HD2 is intergalactic. I would certainly and think when, so. And when you we get Sinbad on again, you're going to have another Sinbad. You think I don't know, if, I don't know if he's in great shape, to yeah. be honest with you. Oh, no. I, th I thought he was getting better, but... You know what we get in next week? <clears throat> i got to talk to Tim. The Cure? No, you're familiar <laughs> with... He was on Saturday Night Live, I think, from 97 to 2003. Chris Catton? 
Chris Catan. Is it Catan? I, I always thought it was Catan, but I see K A T T E N. A N. And there's no I in there for Catan. But is he the guy who played uh, Obama all the time? No, that was Fred Armisen. That's right. No, he, he was, was in uh, Night at the yeah. Roxbury. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's funny. He's in town. They offered him up for next Friday in the studio. I gotta see if Tim wants to do that. Dude, the Fred Armisen bit when he. On Parks and Rec, when he is from like Puerto Rico, oh, or, yeah. that's good stuff. He's really dude, great in Curb yeah. too. He has a he, great Curb uh, uh, ooh, cameo. Who's you, his wife or guest star? Uh, Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss and Fred Armisen. Or yeah, Chris? they're married. Well, that's how it works. <laughs> well, no, did I just? I mean, damn, I just didn't know that. You oh, like wait. Elizabeth Moss? Oh wait, that was they divorced now. Catan does a ton of, if you go look at uh, the uh, impressions he does, he does like 50 impressions. Yeah. There yeah. Is, it's a, and he has a face that you, you start laughing before he even starts talking. <laughs> 52 years old. Uh, yeah. You know it's a great big-time guess when no one knows his name. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Catan, but it, I when Catan. I saw it yesterday, I saw K-A-T-T-A-N. I it's said also that. Morgan Wallen. I don't know how you get a Catan <laughs> no, in there. Catan. It's Catan. All right. Well, I said Catton. Yes, so, certainly not Catton. The A is long. Well, what would, you, what would you think K-A-T Catan. would be? K-A-T's cat. Okay, well, it's K-A-T-T. Still so, cat. Yeah. All right, well, it's not cat. I'm saying Catton is Caton. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, he's available next Friday if Tim wants him. We can get him in studio. All right. Uh, struggling to find love on Tinder? Most users aren't actually single, Doug. Is that right? If you're on dating apps, it can sometimes feel frustrating that despite millions of single users, you can't seem to get a date. Well, now new intel has revealed that it's not just you. It's very much them. A study has shown that nearly two-thirds of people who are on Tinder are already in a relationship, and almost half aren't interested in finding a date. Brilliant. Isn't that what Tinder is? Just a hookup site? Mm, not, uh, it's not what it's advertised as. It's advertised of, as a as a place to find love, Doug. I found love on Tinder. Yeah, look at you. Me and Madison met on Tinder, yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people do. Again, this was seven years ago. Were you looking so for love or just looking for a hookup? We both were not looking for love. Oh, there you go. So you, find so you were both the... looking for a hookup. I mean, I, I don't know you if know, I was strictly yeah. looking for it, but I certainly didn't think on Tinder I was going to find anything more than that. Yeah. So I think in my head I'm going in thinking, okay, this will be a hookup. Well, when and you're single, be, so. when you're young and single, you're almost always looking for the hookup. Well, yeah, you're not going, I can't wait not, to get married and have three kids at 24. Starts as that. Yeah. I think it starts as that, but it can yeah. very much evolve. Data scientists from the University of... Picardy, Jules, Farine, in France. What the hell? Okay, I don't even like Picardy? this anymore. University of Picardy, Jules, Farine, in France, spoke to 1,400 users aged 18 to 74 about their motivations for using the dating app. 74? 18 to 74. They found that 65.3% of app users were married or in a relationship, and only 50.3% were using it to meet somebody offline. Oh. So only half are looking to actually meet somebody uh, for a real relationship. Well, yeah. Oh, for a real relationship. That's well, too, because you have to meet well, 65% are, are in a relationship, so that math adds up to That's too wide of a range. 115%. Right. That's too wide of a range as far as age. What? 18 to 74? Well, I'm sure if you get into the 60s and 70s, they're probably married or just my wife is just old. i got to find somebody else to have <laughs> sex with. Yeah, or maybe not. Maybe the spouse has uh, died and now they're back on the market. 
It could be. I suppose there's probably as many people married at, in their 40s and 50s as 60s and 70s, don't you think? No, yeah, they should They should have had that in the study. Out of the 18 to 74-year-olds, the ones that were married in a relationship were in their 50s, 60s, 40s. Give us an age of who was already married. Wouldn't that be pretty risky to be married and put your picture all over a site like that? Yeah. Especially in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, in certain parts of the country, it would probably be much more dangerous than, say, like Manhattan. But, yeah, I would say that you are correct, Doug. Other, uh, others said that getting matches and likes give them a confidence boost and that they're using it to boost their self-esteem, which I guess I could understand. Just the idea of, like, people are still interested in you can kind of give you that kind of quick confidence boost. But if you're already with somebody, and listen, we don't kink shame. Well, I and, do. And uh, if there's arrangements out there, God bless. Communication is key in a relationship. But I would think that if you're happily married and in a monogamous relationship, you're probably not going on Tinder for that no. confidence boost. No. Maybe no, but... just post, like, a selfie on Instagram. Uh Co-author Geronimo Veracruz. That's a great name. Geronimo Veracruz. I'd take any advice from a guy like that. Geronimo. It might be Germano. I might have been adding Geronimo. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Germano Veracruz. I like Geronimo better, though. I did, too. A data scientist and professor of psychology said that users on Tinder end up in a game of deception. She explained some people feel deceived when they use dating apps because each time you have a new platform, people think they might really find someone, then people go from platform to platform. But each time they are there, they are not satisfied. It's a cesspool. Yeah, I would, I, it, generally I would say that that is the case. It's, it's kind of just kind of fun to do, uh, just to kind of like hop on there and swipe around yeah. and see people like that and send some messages. But ultimately, it's probably not the best place to try to find love. It's probably a better place to find a hookup, in my experience. Probably Christian Mingles would be the easier place. Think? Easier place for what? Have you ever been on Christian Mingle? No, I mean, if you're just looking for, you know, a wife or a boyfriend or a relationship. Because if you're on Christian Mingles, you're probably saying we're not into sex right off the bat. We just want to have a relationship. What about FarmersOnly.com? Yeah. Well, that's a hookup site right there. Now you're really just looking for, you're looking for manual labor. On those sites, you're looking, hey, our first day, you want to bail some hay? Sure. Lots of poly couples on the apps from the 636. Oh, I couldn't do the apps now. No, I just couldn't do that now. There's too many. I I don't know if I could be able to start a conversation without getting blocked. (laughs) I try to be be funny and like singing. Yeah, I just wouldn't be that good. That's why. I had games six, seven years ago. Did I don't you know, have games? So. You ought to go on the. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know how it works. It's the Facebook uh, dating site, where you, they have their own dating site. You can look sure. up people. And it's funny because you find a girl. She's cute, and then you look at. They list her friends. Her the same friends I have. Like, oh my god, she got like seventy of the same friends I have. That's that's a easy in. There were like seven in a row. So she's kind of cute. Yeah. Friends with Jesse Kiowski. <laughs> I'm oh. like, all of Jesse's friends are coming up on this on this uh, dating app. I'm looking at Facebook. I said, well, I can't do that. Now, what age group are you looking for when you're on this site? Yeah, they were in their 20s. Oh, right. God. Right. That's Good boy. Easy money for you. <laughs> you think you have a shot with any 20-year-olds out there? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they're into a big-time radio star. Only, like, the oh, only 20-year-olds that want an old dude are with a fat bank account. Yeah, yeah they're looking for a sugar. <laughs> yeah. You're right there, Plazi, which leaves me out. But. No, you say, I have a, I have my own apartment. I got Playboys up to the mm. ceiling. Look, Just I bring have... up your 401k. 
Oh, they are your butt plug paperweights. <laughs> I, got a, I got a 700 square foot apartment, honey. Come on over. <laughs> Is Pocket still on Tinder? I'd love to hear some more lies. It's from Patrick <laughs> at Immokalata. No, I'm not on Tinder because I'm not paying for it. Collect your winnings. <laughs> Catch mm. it. Uh, I met my girlfriend on Tinder, and I hit her guts. It's from the Crystal oh, City Clan. Right? <laughs> is that right? Well, she doesn't have to be your girlfriend then. If you yeah. hate her guts. All right. I bet Iggy is on Christian Mingle as a 32-year-old bi lady who needs help being straight. That's from the 830 Recreator. No. I would just think Christian Mingle would be more like down-to-earth looking for love than sex because... Why else would they say Christian? That just yeah, the connotation is that religious we're religious that and we're looking for somebody who is also religious. Have they got every possible combination covered on apps now for every religion and culture and age and yeah, I mean, sexual you can, orientation? You, you can put, for everything. Well, well, yeah, but you can also like put all of that information into Hinge, Bumble, or Tinder, which would be the big three in terms of non-denominational, non-occupation. Is that what you're doing? What do you mean? Putting all your information on those three Not sites? all my information, but, like, the I, the information that's pertinent. On Hinge, you can put your height. Which so is, your height. Yeah. So, so people, you like doing that? Well, not. I, it's easier for me because, like, I can put up a number with a six in front of it. There's some people out there who are probably throwing up, you know, might be 5'7", but saying they're 5'10". No. Taking a shot, bro? Yeah. <laughs> but why, you don't say shots? that you're, like, six feet tall on there, do you, KG? No, and I felt like a little person standing <laughs> between you and Rock yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Rock, we shot a video yesterday. That will be up today. I'll throw it up on YouTube today. So where do you have the most luck with, Hinge or Tinder? Hinge, for sure. Is nobody meeting Hinge people in sure. public? They are. Just because we're talking about dating apps no, doesn't no, mean no, nobody's I... meeting people in public. But I feel like eliminating a lot of the dating app conversations would be just finding a girl that you know a point that you know you're interested in like the botanical garden or you go to <laughs> oh, like good luck with that <laughs> like well, you're gonna go so like stag to the saturday night you're still flipping the coin whether someone's going to be there that you you find interesting as opposed to but at least you're trying to make human interaction profiles. i feel like those dating apps will get really so I was in it, too, before I met Madison, where you just don't even care to go out. Jackson, do you have anything that if you see in a picture, and I'm not talking about, like, physical appearance, mm -hmm. but just anything that is an automatic swipe left? Swipe left as in no? Yes. Oh, boy. Correct. Yeah. So many. Yeah, uh, if there's a picture with her and nine friends, and you got to guess which one is her. Right, but talking, like, strictly non-physical, non-like, looks-based. Right, like, uh, if I see... Somebody snuggling a cat. I'm out. Oh, cat. why? What's wrong with a cat? You don't like cat folk? Don't trust them. Uh, <laughs> horses. There's a lot of people with horses, and I don't do horses. <sighs> yeah. So that's a swipe left. I think horses are such really? majestic, beautiful animals. Oh, and it should be. If you, if you can have a horse yeah, and some pay money the money there. to keep it in a stable... Hello. Right. Oh, you like that? You got that. family money, baby. Yeah, if you, oh. like, if you like, your location is set to, like, I live in Clayton, but I have horse pictures, that means you got some cash. Yeah. yeah. Kids kids is a swipe left for me. Yeah, see, I don't run into that as much as I assume probably you or some other folks do. Do you ever try to age. sell yourself as a gentleman rancher? <laughs> I have an assless chap. Howdy, oh, I, I put bull for hire at the bottom of it, oh, boy. and that really, uh, that usually gets the people going. I met my wife on Bumble. Can't wait to answer my kids one day when they ask how I met mom, and I get the reply that I thought she looked hot on a nap while I was sitting hungover on the toilet on a Saturday morning. That is from oh. Carlos Spicy Wiener. I would think if someone told you what their pronouns were, that'd be a quick out. Eh, no thanks. I, I, that again, game. I, I didn't play me. that game in the, uh, the Tinder world. Like I said, I don't think I could play the game now. 
Uh, one thing that Hinge does that none of the other apps do, and I just have a little bit of pause with it, is they let you put voice memos in there. Like, they, you can put a little voice recording, like, talking about yourself. On Hinge? Yeah, not a fan of that. I don't like that either. Not can you a do fan the whole of video? That. The whole video? No, it's not a video. It's, like, just the voice. It's like strictly a voice prompt yeah. on there. It's, it's like, like they go on HD2 real quick. Could that ever be a deal killer for yeah. a woman was really attractive but had a horrible voice? Yeah, like a no. real raspy kind of, was it Nina Blackwood? Who <laughs> said, Why wouldn't you like that? You could tell before you take her out what kind of voice she has. If it turns you off, you're not going to swipe. But it would have to be a really horrible voice if it was a woman that otherwise really interested you, right? How, how bad could the voice be? It would have to be Nina Blackwood level, like, horrible, thick cigarette voice. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. That'll, like that. that'll do. That'll, that'll wrap Maybe that I'll just record up. that and then put that in yeah. my profile. <laughs> God. Uh, all horse boy. ladies are crazy, 100%. It's from Buzz. I oh, I dated a girl that had horses before. Your thoughts? Actually, she worked at Shark House. There you go. She's a waitress. Everyone works at Charcoal House. Or Redbird Lanes. I actually banged three from there. Uh, um, Where do, do you go from, like, equestrian uh, camp to Charcoal House? No, she was a waitress there, and uh, like a, we went out a couple major. times, and she goes, I have, mm-hmm. what are you doing this weekend? I have horses if you want to, I'm going to go out and see them. So she had a couple horses, and we drove out to the country. Hi, Iggy. How are you? I know. A little know, bit to get that one. We're only about 45 seconds behind on that one. But it's still hot. Played it. But Don't, it's cool to go out there and uh, <laughs> we'd uh, just weekends go out and ride, ride the horses out in the country. It was fun. Oh. Doug, will you take a picture with me today and I can put it on my profile? I think that could help my cause. Sure. Okay. Not with those assless chaps, though, I hope. What about the clamps? <laughs> the clamps? You brought in the okay. nipple clamps, right? I well, did. Why don't you just use Doug as your picture? Uh, KG, I, I you know I don't want to make you do anything you're uncomfortable with, but if you you're leaving at eight thirty, if you you know want to walk in here wearing the nipple clamps, no one would be upset. No, they would not. You wouldn't have to be topless. You could put them I'll on over your shirt. But wow. if you wanted to come in here with them, or just at least bring them in so we can look at. Them. I've never seen nipple clamps live and in person. No, yeah, I, I got you, bro. No, that's uh, Doug's being coy now. Uh, oh. Yes, horse girls are crazy. It's from Sweet Sweet Kai. It's she was joking. Me and him only know. I met my wife on Bumble, and after we got engaged, Bumble wanted to do a story on us for marketing. All we were all we were going to get out of it was a T-shirt. I asked them if they could get us SEC championship SEC championship tickets, and they declined. From Alan Dadeville. Oh, now I've I've heard before that men fall in love with their eyes, and women fall in love with their ears. Mm. In other words. Men fall in love with the, you know, physical, what they look like. Sure. And women want to hear the guy's personality and yeah. what he has to say, yeah. what he does, right. what his goals are. Yeah, I think generally that's probably the case, yeah, but there's a there's is. a blend of both. Like if you're like, if you're a, the sweetest guy in the world, but, you know, you're kind of a, you look like a hard-boiled egg, you might not necessarily get. True, but you do see some rather average-looking men with some beautiful women. Yep. With the nipple clamps, uh, perfect oh. timing to Plowhawk. Uh, oh. Tim is connected me here in a second here. I don't yeah, think he's on just yet. Break, but... throw up. Now you just got that on your shirt. You don't really oh, have yeah. that on. Grab a, it's see. on the nipple proper. Oh, it's on the nipple proper. Oh, That's a great photo. Right through the shirt. Yeah. And doesn't it hurt? No. That's an outstanding. Oh, huh, and you got Sugar Fire T-shirt on too to get a little advertising in there. No free ads. Oh. Oh man. I'm not gonna click it, and it's got bells on there. <laughs> I can. You what can are hear the bells them. for. You can. Don't hear, shake like that. You can hear them clinking around. Oh my God, that is hot. And then he goes walking through the hallway the rest of the station. Yeah, he's still wearing them at the station. Oh. Anything for attention. 
Oh, wow. oh. No, I just here want to, come the texts. I said that because I want no, to see the text saying, "Look who's talking." Yep, uh, ladies and gentlemen, live from uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, we have Tim McKernan. Hey, Tim. Hello, sluts. Oh, hey. KG in Oton just walked in with his nipple clamps. Seriously? Yeah, I'll send you. Yes, I'll send you a picture. Yeah, it's unbelievable. How they look, Doug? Do you like them? Do you I like them on a like guy? It. No, there's little bells on the end of it. I didn't. I didn't like it much. Mm. I really like those uh, nipple rings. I don't know if I like them on a guy, though, so this will put me to the test. Yeah. Especially a guy you work with. <laughs> it's, it's, like, super oh, hot. Jackson. Yeah, it is. I don't know if that. I don't know what the HR policy is at Hubbard with nipple <laughs> well, you rings. You just walked through the hallway with them on. Jink. I signed an HR oh, wow. waiver. It's all good. <laughs> wow. How, did, you, did you run into anybody in the hallway of note? No, and I scooted quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there a video of this? <laughs> That'd be great if, like, they were, like, bringing clients up for, like, a walk through <laughs> of the station <laughs> and then out of this broom closet mm-hmm. comes a guy with nipple clamps <laughs> mm. to walk into another studio. And yet it just happened. Right. Just, just like While that. they're playing our show over mm. the loudspeakers. Right. Mm, I like it. <sighs> I like bad boys. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like to log into the text inbox to see what the topic is. And I'm not really sure what the topic is. We've kind of been all over the place, honestly. Dating apps most recently. Yeah, we were talking. I was about to say, uh, I saw a lot of texts about Christian mingle and farmers only, and I go, boy, I wonder what what I'm going to be walking into. (laughs) That's a fair Mm. question. Uh, I read a story that uh, most people, uh, 65%, according to this study out of France, 65% of app users on Tinder were married or in a relationship already. Now, were that users in France or all over the world? That that information is not privy to me at the moment. Because it does seem like it's a little more easygoing free love in Europe than here, right? One would think. Yeah, one would think. But I, I could but, be wrong but, with that. Yeah, I, don't, I think that might, I don't know if that's like the case. I think it might be pretty similar across the globe. So Jackson, is that is that study saying that people are uh, being unfaithful or that they are uh, polyamorous? Uh, I think probably both, but also uh, a study by Germano Veracruz, Tim, uh, said that some people just do it. You know him, don't you? Sure, yeah. (laughs) Kirkwood guy. (laughs) We studied together at uh, North Kirkwood Junior High. Right. That's (laughs) right. And Nipper. (laughs) And And I didn't go to Nipper. Said that some people just do it to get a confidence boost, and it helps their self-esteem to be like people are still interested in them, you know, matching with them. I bet it's not polyamorous. I I bet it's just people cheating. There was a documentary (laughs) out there. I was going to start watching it the other night and I got caught up in something else but a documentary on uh, Ashley Madison which was a, a dating site that basically was to cheat yeah discreet meetups yeah, right? meet, oh, yeah. if you're married here's the site for you if you want to cheat so the whole documentary on that yeah well they got there's a do- I didn't know there was a documentary on yeah that. I think it was either on Hulu or Netflix I saw it I was and you, you, you have watched it again? No, I haven't. I was yeah, okay. in the middle of something. Actually, something else came up that I saw that I wanted but to watch more. But... Came up. Nothing came up. You just switched the channel. And it was another documentary. <laughs> it was another documentary I wanted to watch. I forgot what it was. This is called Ashley Madison's Sex, Lies, and Cyber Attacks. Could be. That's just, uh, that was from 2016. So. Oh, so I had never seen it before. I thought, that, I thought this was a recent one. Either way, I haven't seen it, but that was a that was a sight. I had to do. So we're talking about a documentary that you didn't watch. Well, yeah, we're seven years ago. We're talking about dating dating things, and okay. this thing's sixty five percent of them are already in relationship. Well, Ashley Madison was all about cheating. Yeah, and so it was a hundred percent. Yeah, I have a relationship. Is that gone now? Is that is that is that site gone? Is I think that app so. Gone? 
Yeah, I had to, uh, back in the old days at 590, I had to do the spot because <laughs> nobody else was comfortable doing a spot promoting They had commercials running on it? Yeah. Oh, I, I do remember that. <laughs> and I had to interview I can't them. remember the details, but I remember kind of going, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that. But I don't remember who the uh, ownership group uh, was. Doug, there have been a number of different ownership groups of KFS yeah. over the years. Depends on so how the financials how the financials are going has a lot to do with how comfortable <laughs> we are doing the commercials. Oh, you listen to we it. We had Rocchio handling certain spots, yeah. if people can recall, yeah. back in the free putting the greens days. Yeah, yeah nobody. Yeah, wanted yeah to well, that was that was, was that. that. Nobody wanted to do that one. Yeah, you, but they uh, said, I'll uh, give it to Iggy. He doesn't care. He probably hear, cheats anyway. You hear an Ashley Masson and then a sticker bus read right back to back. <laughs> That's sticker when you know bus. you're making a really... Yeah. AM radio, baby. Mm-hmm. And then a PT Fun. spot right after that. Uh, the Ashley Mad Doc is on Netflix, and it's worth the watch. Doug, that's from Mr. Smith. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was Netflix. I remember being in, in Dallas once and saw a, a huge, brand-new, beautiful office building. Had to be... Six, seven stories tall, you know, big office building. And off the top it said Match.com. I guess that was just one app. Had that big, enormous office building full of people. Yeah. I mean, it's just a ton of data work when you do stuff like I that. Guess. Hinge, yeah. Bumble, all the same. Well, I could have just paid and put it on top of the building and only had, like, two offices. Probably not. They probably had a headquarters somewhere because that's one of the biggest of, of all of them, isn't it? Match.com. It had been huge for, like, that was, like, uh, on the beginning of dating apps yeah. or, or dating websites before Why didn't apps. we start a dating website here and make a billion dollars? Yeah. Listeners looking for, like, other listeners to hook up with. Mm-hmm. That's just the fan page. What if I told you that I could come up with a site where you could meet other people and just send messages back this and forth? This is a forth. Mike Francesa take <laughs> Oh, I was, I was, I I was, was kind of settling in and getting ready for a nice idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is TMA already Shark preconceived, tank. yeah. That was a Francesa. Mm. Uh, you are welcome to text into the program. It's EDF Group Text Inbox, 314-881-TMA5, EDF. Sponsor of our text inbox here on the Ryan Kelly morning after. And you are welcome to partake in said program by texting and emailing and or calling in. The text inbox is Engineer Design Facilities, which is moving forward as the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facilities service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, the edfgroup.com and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at the edfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at the edfgroup.com. Sponsor of our text inbox. Have, uh, have we taken a commercial break yet? No, no, we have not. Are we, so we're still in the Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour, uh, online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com, and they have a secret number. When you want to buy a car, when you want to lease a car, when you need to get your car worked on, even if you didn't get it from Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, the secret number is as follows. 314-252-0000. Now save that in your phone. Do it. Okay. And straight you can to text the or call. Yeah. yeah, straight to the Muckety Mucks. I couldn't Burkhart, think of that Clayton number Patterson the other day. Players. I had a listener reach out to me and wanted to know the secret number for Mugganess because she needed a used car. Oh, Doug, a she. Yeah, it was oh. a she. And I oh. I just uh, text Clayton and I said, <laughs> Women are driving now? Do you, do you have that number? <laughs> do you have that so number to get voting. to you directly? And he said, I'll just give her my to sell. <laughs> so. Mm. so? 
she went out there. That's a secret. That's also a secret number. Clayton's yeah. Clayton's yeah. personal. That was a secret <laughs> number. I couldn't think of it, but he said, "Here, just give her my cell." That's nice. the kind of service you're going to get at Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, official automotive provider of TMA, the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. Jackson, I see, is sporting the brand today. Doug, you see that he's wearing the brand shirt. 101 ESPN, sports talk for St. Louis. It's a very comfortable shirt. Is it, well, it's just a regular T-shirt. Yeah, but it's still comfy. I don't have any of that merch. I got some WIL, some points, some KC. I don't have any uh, 101 ESPN stuff. Okay, Jackson, give Iggy your shirt. I, I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not the. You have. There's a person. People you can talk. No, to. I can go ask. I'm sure. I just don't have any ESPN stuff. That seems like a, a, okay. a backwards way of asking for begging some for 101 stuff. stuff. No, I wouldn't ask you. Oh, it's not even subtle. <laughs> <laughs> can I have some stuff? <laughs> Oh, I do. If I want, if I need some point stuff, yeah. Why would you need point stuff? Why would you need it? (laughs) You don't work there. If I wanted a hoodie or something. Well, I'd support the other stations here. I cross-promote. But but you don't need the shirt. No, I want the shirt. There we go. Okay. Okay. All right. Nice cross-promoting on your part. Yeah, that was nice cross-promoting. Really nice, really fun, actually. Really fun cross-promoting. Um, I, 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 I would say I apologize for being on late, but I hope it was clear throughout the course of this uh, vacation that I was just popping on for about an hour, even though I guess it's wound up being a little bit more than that here and there. And last night we were out just a little bit later, and oh. so I slept in just a little bit. Doug, it wasn't a late night by any means. You I, went to I see suppose. Iggy's friends up in Beaufort? <laughs> uh, I did not go there. My parents uh, and my wife and I went to uh, to dinner last night, and uh, so we were out just a little bit later. I mean, the, the, the days of being out until 3 or 4 in the morning and, and chasing, you know, the less popular MFF or are most likely in the rearview mirror. Uh, as Jackson and I have discussed on QFTA at this point, anybody I am going to be engaging in a threesome with would have to be a hideously broken human being, oh. either on you know a minimum of a couple of divorces uh, or just like a, a 24-year-old who has a, a hashtag daddy issue and, and fancies me in that, in that capacity. And it's just not... Having threesomes in your in your forties just aren't the same as having threesomes in your twenties and thirties. Would you agree with that, Doug? I wouldn't know. I'm really not the expert on that. Sounds like a Larry King article. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bullet point there. So uh, yeah, go, going to dinner and staying out until like eleven, I'm like, oh, I gotta I gotta sleep in now. So I'll do uh, I'll do the final two hours today of the uh, of the program. That'll allow me to do the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day, and we'll see how it's doing. Has KG and O Town been doing the reads while? Uh, while I've been on vacation? He's done a couple, and then I've done some. Just kind of, yeah, split that duty, like a piggyback start. It's a lot of reading, so we have to share. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of lot of volume. Buck Swope and Brian Henschen, I see you're tied for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the uh, month standings at the uh, midway point. Tiger Terry and Kevin Miller with wins as well. Design Air, the sponsor of our email of the day, online at designairservice.com. Uh, Iggy, what is the uh, forecast looking like for uh, those who might run into air conditioning issues and want to go online at designairservice.com and have Seth Goldcamp and his staff save the day like he did for my in-laws a couple weeks ago and like he's done for hundreds of our listeners over the years? Well, you better do it soon because uh, it's not going to cool down until next weekend. A week from this weekend, it'll get down into the 80s again. But in between now and next weekend, oh, is that right? 90, 92, 93, 95, 98... 
all high 90s with high humidity. Ball's it may, fine. Wow. It may say 92, but it feels like 100. So, yeah, you may want to get to design air if you're having problems because you're going to need them. Oh, boy. Them. I didn't know that was the case. Uh, well, I see it's 79 in St. Louis right now. Yeah, and it feels muggy. warmer than that. Yeah, it's, it's muggy and humid. Ooh, it's all 90, 97 high today. How do you do? Yeah. Oof. Still, the ball will fly today, though, Tim. Shots will still be shaved. Are you uh, are you shaving strokes today, Jackson? It sounds like you're shaving strokes. That's the read I'm picking up, Doug. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Friday. You got it. Friday in the summer when it's Friday night is pizza night. Friday afternoon in, in in the summer is golf at Far Oaks. I guess is where you're going. Far Oaks last week, uh, probably going Ambrier today. Oh, Ambrier oh, today. Look at this guy. Yeah. Boy, I love that Ambrier. Tough, oh, tough it, course. It is, but it's I, like I like it because it's tough in the sense of like the layout is tough. It's not tough because you're gonna like end up on like a bad lie of some sort. Like it's a good course, so I'm, I'm fine with it being a little bit more difficult. No, look at you. It's just a little bit of a drive. That's the only downside to it. But it's yeah, in terms of public courses in the area, it's right up there. Oh, oh it's. It, it's the it's uh, if it's not the best it's it's easily top two or three yeah totally without agree. question yeah I'll just watch golf pretty good leaderboard at the uh, Scottish Open what are you doing with the pen there yeah, I almost hear that it's making a lot of noise um yeah pretty good uh, pretty good leaderboard so far that's, I, I, that's what I hate about this like the British Open I mean you got to get up at like six o'clock in the morning to watch I kind of like that I kind of like the the really early start same with Wimbledon got to get up breakfast at Wimbledon there's breakfast at the Open. Well, sorry. Yeah, I mean, you can tee off later. <laughs> How the time zones work. You can tee off later. I think it stays light till like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock out there now. You but can, that would still be like... I think that, I think that has more to do with the, uh, the northern element, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Doug, is that correct? Yeah, the farther north you are, the lighter it's going to be. Right, so later you, you, can tee off, you can tee off later. But that would still end. 9 o'clock over there would still be like 2 o'clock... Here. Yeah, a little different hmm. than getting up at 6 a.m. to watch the final group go off. That's new there. there. At least there's something on TV at that hour for you to watch that there isn't normally. Because at well, night, usually, there's going to be games I'm on usually here. sleeping, but I would get up to watch that depending on the leaderboard. And right now, it looks pretty good. Shelfer made a move today. Rory's there. My guy Hatton is leading. Pretty good leaderboard. Okay. Nice. You just... All that was just so you could say my guy Hatton is leading, right? <laughs> I think that's that a good read, about. Doug. No, I mean, I could say my guy Dietrich, who was in second yesterday, is three over through four holes, so he's playing like crap. So I had a guy in second, went down to 20th, and I had a guy that was in, like, 70th place, is now in one. Idiots. And well, Harshagard is not going to make the cut. Okay. Who? <laughs> I don't know. Harshagard. I don't know. Guys, did you notice how Jackson got just a little bit of attention from Tim and then Strode immediately had to jump in and steal the spotlight back with the Scottish Open talk? That's from the old Appleton stepdad. Well, you can say that anytime I talk then. Anytime somebody's talking and then I say something, then I'm stealing attention because I talked. You really make no sense whatsoever. Mm. We're old Appleton. We were talking golf. Jackson's going to play golf. I said, I'm just going to watch golf. I added to the golf conversation. If you really think I'm stealing... Trying to steal a spotlight because Tim gave Jackson some attention. Attention. Right. Mm. Uh, quit talking to him. If that was the case, me and Tim would just talk for three hours and nobody else could talk. Shut up. I'm talking. Mm. Stop getting attention, Jackson. Shut up. Took Tim, talk off. to me, please. <laughs> I like I like that bit though. Yeah. It wasn't a bit. I was answering <laughs> It wasn't a bit. I was answering the idiot. 
Oh, now, Appleton's now, now I'm gonna get called a bully. Oh. Now I get called a bully again by Dennis Charge uh. upholstery. <laughs> what are we doing here? It's like Mad Libs. It's like Blade Runner. You're just living your own world over there. <laughs> no, I was called a bully yesterday because I called somebody a dick on the air. Who called somebody? Somebody called in and called you a no, bully. No, on the uh, texter. The guy who you goes by block, ten, Dennis Charge upholstery. You got a block. Can no longer give him work on the fan page. The email guy. Why would you call somebody that? Well, it's a radio show, and we take shots here, and they take shots at us, and we just kind of reciprocate oh. all in fun. So he doesn't get the point of it's a radio show, and we all have fun on it. But I called somebody a dick, and yeah, I'm, watch a, it. I'm a bully. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Don't be a bully. I can't block him, Plows. He's on that external email thing that comes into the Hubbard account. Doug, the external email thing. I blocked Father White, and that and that Father allowed White. me that allowed me to basically block them all. I don't get them anymore after I blocked Father White. Well, show me how to do it, because I last time you go I to your email Father and you, you block like I just blocked the user that sent it to me, and it ended up just blocking it all. You're blocking. Uh, I think I used to be Father Frankie. Brown Eye. No. Uh, no, we have a lot of lot of members of the claw who yeah. listen and are also pretty hostile to be kicking in. Monsignor Grundle. Uh, Doug, huge, huge uh, news. Uh, it's really surprising that we didn't get it till uh, 819 today, but we are still in the Munganass St. Louis Acura. I'm telling you, at a 7 o'clock hour. Uh, and uh, and that is the final four of the Michelob Ultra 2023 J. Randolph Jr. Fan Pin Club Championship has just come across my desk oh. from the great Sean Barnes, head okay. golf professional at Gateway National. Doug, uh, I, I can't wait to see how many of these guys you had in your office pull final four because this is what's going to separate the men from the boys. Now, we already knew that Guy, sure. Guy Watson, Cletus's son, was in. And he is—he's uh, really dominated so far as well, winning three and two, seven and six. Two up was as close as it, it got for him, and then five and four in route to the final four. The gentleman who vanquished me with his flat stick, truly putting like I have never seen, and I would include that with some guys who were, you know, ten times better players than I am, and like plus handicaps, uh, the Pope rolled the rock and then uh, just took it to my hole, candidly. I mean, he oh, took it really nice, after the really round? nice to my hole. Uh, no, he milked me on the course. Oh, mm-hmm. the prostate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was leaking. Yeah, leaking with lust. Oh. Well, uh, he, uh, he was vanquished 2-1 by Kevin Roth. So Kevin Roth beat defending champion Chris Heck 4-2, uh, he also beat the People's Eight, Fred Friedman, uh, <laughs> the guy who's a scratch but shot 85 from the white tees. Yeah. He hit it too far. Yeah, he hit, hit it too well. <laughs> Striping it too well. I, ha- I, got, I have to tell you, I wasn't there for that match, but I, there is something too. If you're used to just playing and hitting driver and then you are playing the white tees, you have to hit a different club. If you're assuming that you can hit it a decent way, so maybe that did happen. I don't know, but he lost to he lost to Kevin Roth, and then Kevin Roth has beat the Pope Joseph Jeez. Paul. So now Kevin Roth is in the final four, also in the final four, ladies and gentlemen. He has a flying Sibian, oh, and wow. he has been playing some really good golf. I mean, he won his first round match. Doug, you were I remember you were watching this one. You followed no. Dogtown Ty winning eight and six. Uh, he won five and four over Danny Kaskaskak. Oh no! And mm-hmm. uh, and he is in the final four. Dogtown tie in his flying Sibian, and finally, 
Well, Doug, this could be history. We have never seen a two-time champion Ooh, in the Michelob Ultra J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship, but now we have a 50% chance of it happening because Todd Callahan, the 50-year-old frat boy, <laughs> will have a chance to win his second J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship. He is in the Final Four after beating Charles Godier three and two and so we now have our final four and this is a gym dandy isn't it no well i don't know that it is they're gonna play this weekend when are they gonna settle it all uh we will let the players uh set up their schedules all the players oh. are very busy i think i think two play on the corn ferry yeah they don't uh, and uh, so you have to work it around events uh, I think Gee is playing in the Open next week at Royal Liverpool. He isn't. So that won't, no. That won't work. Cletus on the bag. But, no. Yeah. Girdle. Well, who, does, who does Gee play next? Uh, Doug, who does Gee play? I don't know. If it's, actually, uh, who does Gee play? According to the bracket in front of me, he plays Kevin Roth. Ooh, okay. Kevin so Roth you, has been the Kingslayer. So you could have <laughs> you could have a Gee and a Callahan final, and can you imagine that? How much... Uh, <laughs> Cletus and, How much and fun Callahan. That would be to join? Oh, no, to watch got, because Cletus and Callahan just go after oh, each other. What so. do they do? What do they do to each the other? The photo of them just, touching each other just, last year. Oh, Callahan gets a few in them, and Cletus just drinks too much wine, and they just are very belligerent to each other. Belligerent. Yeah, I got a video of me just a whole hole, just following them with the camera. Whole hole. The entire hole after Ew. the tee shot, all the way to the green. Listening to these two guys just scream at each other. Really? Yeah. Like really angry, legitimately angry. Uh, this time they were. I think they kid around a lot, but this time they were. Really? Yeah, Cletus. I think he had too much wine, and he accidentally moved a ball in the rough by the sand trap, and they accused <laughs> him of cheating. And they were just yelling back and forth. I mean, I'm trying to tee off, and they're just screaming at each other. And that's the one I made the 40-foot putt with one hand. So this, this story was all about yeah, Doug, the, that putt. Yeah. There it is. Okay. Roundabout way to get to a forty-foot putt. That's, that's what it, I was wondering, and then, <laughs> then I then I got the answer. Now here's here's what I'm wondering, Doug. I know you're covering this thing for no nope. for for Sports Sunday, but nope. you have the final four. Are you? thinking that these players are going in and going, hey, we're not chopping the pot. Now the rules allow for them to chop the pot. Oh. Or if you're a guy like, what in the hell am I hearing behind me? Is there a hurricane coming? Hey, Sibian. A, a small, a dog, a Dogtown Ty Sibian has just arrived in oh, South Carolina. Like I mean, a blimp Sibian. Or a swarm what of killer bees. I have no idea what that was. So it seems like it's going away. Either way, will they chop the pot or will a guy like Guy, who I think we would agree is the favorite, I don't know what the pop situation is with the players. I'm sure he's given pops to everybody. Uh, would he? Would Gitas go? You know what? F it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go take this 2,500. I'm not looking to chop the pot. If I, I think play by like Gee, I'd never chop a I pot think in he, any tournament. Tim, if I remember correctly, I was talking to to Cletus after one of Gee's matches, and Gee was in the car, and I asked that question, and I'm pretty sure Cletus can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Gee said. Yeah, I'm sure I would do some kind of chop. In not the finals, the, not not the, not half half, but I would do some kind of chop. You if can't he do was it in the, the if he was in the finals, he said I would probably talk to the guy. I would do some kind of chop. Yeah, I'd have to think okay. that that would be. Impl- I mean, seems wise to guarantee yourself money. Well, and the payoff is twenty five hundred. That's right, twenty five hundred. So if you're in the, the top four, you'd get 
six hundred some odd, right? Six fifty or something. Yeah, but I mean, it wouldn't make sense to yeah, that, you know, to chop it up, whatever that would be. Am I correct? Is it six twenty-five well, a piece? Has anybody ways. checked on my math? Yeah. I'm a 12, journalism 50, guy, and I, and I didn't graduate, so yeah. you would have to have all four. Six twenty-five, and there's no way. I don't think Guy would would agree to that in the final four. Now, if you no. got to the finals, I think you would. You know, you say, okay, let's uh, go. You know, eighteen hundred first. 700 seconds, something like that. All right. So you got some money coming even if you lose, but you want to – there's no reason to do it happening. I would love it if it was all or nothing, I, but at the same time, I, I completely understand and would respect people uh, wanting to chop it in some capacity. Uh, this is breaking news. Uh, Carlos Spicy Wiener, who was on my bag for the first round, uh, says one remaining contestant probably cannot make it to any coming weekend matches because of scheduled Ole Miss sorority trips to Nashville. <laughs> that's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. So, Doug, that's going to be an issue for weekend play in the Final Four. Who, who was that? Is that Callahan, the 50-year-old frat guy? <laughs> Yeah. He looks good for 50. Be a fun way to live your whole life in the frat lifestyle, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Old Miss Rorty trips. Yeah, left and right. Tough on the liver. At least he doesn't uh, Alan, Alan Dadeville uh, is the Pope's spokesperson, uh, Doug, and he says the Pope said he did not putt to his standard yesterday. Oh, I guess they played yesterday. In fairness, him not putting to his standard would be the best day most of us would ever have putting. That is from Al. And he is in Dadeville. So uh, the Pope okay. did not roll it effectively. And uh, that allowed Kevin Roth to uh, advance to the final four, two and one. Seems like it was a Jim Dandy. I guess it was decided on uh, on the 17th. Were you there, Doug, or no, did you just hear about it? I was not there because it is a Shishawali golf tournament. I saw it on the Four Fox. You so didn't who, see was, it who was grabbing the You the saw video? it nowhere. nowhere. Tomorrow? Oh, yeah, there? Gary Apple. No. Gary <laughs> Apple has been gone since, I believe, 1989. <laughs> Gary Apple. It wasn't Gary Apple. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody covered it. They did a hell of a job. Yeah. <laughs> the, Good work, Apple. Loss. Uh, the, the, the 17th hole is where the Pope chipped in on uh, me to to uh, to seal my fate and yeah. keep me away from Kevin Roth. With a hybrid. And I have, I'll be honest with you, I haven't slept since then. So, really? Uh, yeah. Bothers the, the, you that the pope, much? The, <laughs> pope got, the, pope, the Pope clipped me. He uh, he can roll the rock. Uh, that Pope can roll the rock, and uh, now Kevin Roth can can try and become the 2023 winner. And if he did, Doug, you'll have to respect the path he has taken to get there, beating Chris Heck, beating Freddie Friedman, beating the Pope. He would have to beat Gee, and then potentially Todd Callahan or the Flying Sibian of Dogtown Tie. Oh. That's one of the toughest roads to the championship we've ever seen in the history of the Fan Page Club Championship. Would you not agree? Well, I don't know. I don't pay any attention to it, so I don't know if it is or not. I know you got to win a lot of games, a lot of matches to to win it, but only you understand match play, Tim. So it's it's That's your correct. call. Right. I'm still the waiting on the symposium. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a symposium. I think we got a southpaw. No, we got a right-hander. Can you see it? Guy in a red shirt behind me. I don't know if you can see it. I can't see it. And he's just he's just punching out. And I, I don't know if he caught the foliage here on one, but that is going to put him uh, to the test, Iggy. Does anybody ever hit the fairway when you're sitting out there? Uh, no, I mean for the most part, I would imagine people do. It's 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 a narrow, narrow golf course. That is for sure. I finally played full eighteen yesterday. Oh, nice. I, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, it is a narrow, narrow golf course. So you got to kind of know where to hit it. Doug, it's a Pete Dye design. Do you like Pete Dye as a designer? I don't. I don't mind him. 
I don't care. I don't pay attention Mount to rank design. Yeah, I say power rank course designers. My hey. concern is, is the golf cart running well? Do I have enough balls to get through the round? Do you have water? Yeah, water, a drink. Am I going to get a bratwurst at, at the end of nine holes? Uh, hasn't Davis Love won that like three times, four times? Uh, you did what Doug now? Doug Davis Love. I thought he won at Harbortown <clears throat> three or four times. Uh, I believe he uh, did. Uh, he's a South Carolina guy. He won it uh, even kind of at an older age. Uh, but uh, who won it this year? Oh, Spieth missed, uh, lost uh, in the playoff to Matthew Fitzpatrick this year. It was an elevated event this year. Designated, elevated, whatever the hell they're calling it. My caddy was telling me, this gives you an idea of just the insanity. The 16th hole at Harbor Town is a, is a relatively, relatively short hole. Uh, it's a hard dog leg left. And, but, you know, from where they're playing it, it's, I would have to think it's 400 yards. Uh, and Bryson DeChambeau during the COVID year of 2020, and I think the Heritage event was the, only, was the first event back after the shutdown, uh, shaped the shot around, it's a hard dog leg, to 40 yards from the green. And he was in the final group with Webb Simpson, who wound up winning the tournament. And Webb, Webb Simpson just hit it out because he can't hit it nearly as far as DeChambeau, again, who can. And my caddy was walking with Simpson. He wasn't caddying for him. but uh, And he goes, I've never seen anything like what this guy can do as far as the distance goes. So I guess that means he hit it around 360, and he shaped it around Jeez. the dog leg, giving himself 40 yards. And I hit a drive yesterday that, wasn't, that barely didn't carry the fairway bunker to cut the corner. And I hit it well, but it maybe was was 260, and that's me hitting it well. So DeChambeau, 100 yards and a draw further than, like, you know, comparably speaking, something that would be on the higher end of my, you know, longer ball. It's just, it's it's insanity what these guys are able to do, and not just with the distance, but then they also, then you factor in the short game and all the, the crap. I just, it's, it's absolutely otherworldly that they come out here. And I asked my guy yesterday, I said, who's the best player you've caddied for out here? And he goes, oh, probably a 17-year-old I caddied for in November who shot 65 from the back tees. Oh, my God. 17 years old? 17 years old. And oh I go, so where is he playing? And he goes, he's on his way. He goes, I think he's in either North Carolina or East Carolina or South Carolina. He goes, one of the Carolinas, he goes, but it was just, he just picked the thing apart at 17 years old from the back tees. So that's probably, I think, here at 7,100. It's a, a real long course. But, uh, yeah, it's it's other words. I remember Jay saying, the great Jennings Jr. saying, because, you know, if you're playing in an SEC school, oh, you yeah. got to at least have thought at one point about possibly being professional. And he would say, and I know he said it on our show probably multiple times, I said, when did you know you weren't going to be able to play on the tour? And he goes, when I got to the driving range for our first practice at South Carolina. He goes, it was so clear that those guys were so much better than me. And he was on the team that uh, – and I don't know what the, I don't know what they're able to see when you're at that level. I guess distance certainly would be one. Yeah, they'd have thing, to think but, that'd be the biggest thing. But holy crap! Still, yeah. none of them understand match play like you do, Tim. Right. No, I think I think I think I'm probably worthy of being a Ryder Cup captain just because of my understanding of match play. Yeah. I would like to. I like like to get the call. You know, I know it's Zach Johnson this year, but maybe in two years. Yeah. I You're a better putter than him. would make sense. You're a better putter than I, 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 Thank you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I agree with I you. I think Brett Quigley was on Jay's team. 
Um, didn't have a great PGA t uh, career, but he's killing it on the Champions Tour. Quigley. And I think he was on Jay's team in South Carolina. Okay. I just thought I'd add that. Well, it was a nice <laughs> ad. It was a nice was little a ad. It was a good Quigley ad. ad. There was a guy he played with that did right. go to the PGA Tour. Absolutely, he did. We needed that. Uh, as president of the TMA fan page, comma, Asian division, I would like to congratulate the Pope, Joseph Paul, on a fine showing at whatever the name of this golf event is. He represented our community, a.k.a. me and him, with dignity, and we are so proud of him. Thanks, Pope, and thank you, Mr. Tim. That's from Brian Henschen, Doug. He covered the Colts. Pope, Pope is Asian? Yes, sir. Is he? Yeah. yeah. I don't uh, think I know him. issued a statement. Kevin Roth is a good... Well, I mean, there's a lot of people listen to the show, fortunately. <laughs> uh, Kevin Roth is a good dude. That is from the Pope. Yeah, this the Kevin gracious Roth. in defeat, the Pope. Yeah, yeah he's a, the Pope is a good dude. Pope's a really good dude. and uh, He is a great guy. I enjoyed playing with him. Yeah, he's a, good, he's a cool dude. And this Kevin Roth... And I respect anybody who can... Have you know have a skill in the game like whether no matter what it is driving or you know approach chip putt he can putt like I, I'm saying man that's a that's an incredible skill that's the great equalizer I played I hit the ball terribly yesterday not terribly but only seven greens in regulation and still was able to shoot 77 and that's because I was just lucky putting Pope's got the skill putting and when when you got that especially in match play that puts your opponent on a different uh, thought process. Because you're like, oh, I can't count on him missing the putt. i got to possibly make it, and then you might run it by and have, you know, five feet left, and the next thing you know, you've three-jacked because the guy's in your head. So I tip my cap to the uh, Pope, and he is a good guy. So, Doug, the Final Four is set, and this is going to be fun. Uh, I don't know uh, if Apple TV is going to carry it. No. I don't know if CBS will carry it. No, again. On the CW. Uh, yeah, CW's got it. CW. No. <laughs> no one carries it. No one cares except those involved. Is this, is this Gee Watson's time to make it both 2019 and 2023 two-time champion of the Michelob Ultra Fan Page Club Championship? Uh, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. It's Michelob Ultra, sponsor of the Fan Page Club Championship. Doug, our title sponsor's name is Ryan Kelly, and he's online at thehomeloanexpert.com, thehomeloanexpert.com, comma, Jack. He'd like to help you get a cash-out refund. That's what you need because of credit card debt. Credit card debt is an all-time high right now, almost $1 trillion in the United States alone. On the average, 7000 per adult with an average interest rate of over 25% on that credit card. It's getting higher by the day. Ew. Credit card companies want you to be in debt. They make it easy for you. That's how they make their money. And most people's pay just isn't keeping up with inflation. It's harder than ever to not use your credit card. The solution is to let Ryan Kelly and the Home Loan Experts get you one new low monthly payment for everything. The good news is your home values are way up. You probably have more access to, to cash than you think. So check out the options. Ryan and the Home Loan Experts can work up for you to see just how much money they can save you with a simple cash-out refinance and that 10-day closing guarantee you can get on the path to financial freedom sooner than you may think. So stop making the greedy credit card companies rich. Apply online at the Home Loan Expert today. It's thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, sir. Mortgage. If you are going to be buying a home and utilizing Ryan's services, get your home insured with the insurance agent the Plowhawk and I utilize, and that is James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves, now up to 319 five-star reviews at James Carlton State Farm Insurance. Uh, here's the most recent one. The team has made me feel valued and appreciated every step of the way. 
I have used this team for all of my adult life, and they have always been extremely helpful in all of my life changes. I feel so grateful to have them as my insurance provider and would always recommend them to anyone. Uh, keep up the great work your whole team provides. That posted just six days ago. 319 five-star reviews. You get an idea of the kind of service James Carlton and his staff provide. It's Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency at carltoninsurance.net. Looking for something to do this weekend, perhaps with the family? Well, I would recommend heading to the south side, whether that be Grand or Chippewa, and going to Ted Drews. Oh, how do you do at Ted Drews? Uh, I like the City Red. They just got that for 2023. It's in honor of the Dowgies. And that is Ted's famous vanilla frozen custard, along with maraschino cherries, coconut flakes, and Dad Scotch oatmeal cookies. And they have a wide variety of the classic concretes. And Doug, you call them Sundas or do you call them Sunday? Sunday. Sundays. No, no one says Sunday in the right mind. <laughs> I do, and it's the correct way. It isn't the correct <laughs> way, Sunday. No. Cardinal Sin. Uh, that's a fan favorite. The Lemon Crumb. Uh, the. Uh, Doug, is it the the Flying Dutchman? Uh, they're the, the the Great Pumpkin when fall time is here. So many wonderful ones yeah. at Ted Drew's. The one on uh, South Grand is reopened, and it's the oldest frozen custard stand in the country. Really? 1931. That's I bet right. Babe Ruth probably went there when he was in town. I would imagine he probably did. And uh, and I would imagine he uh, said, could I have a hot fudge sunda? Yeah. He wouldn't have guaranteed he wouldn't My have. Yankee said, give me that ice say. cream, boy. That's what he wants to say. <laughs> uh, it is Ted Drews. It really is good, guys. And gals. Yeah. All right, we'll close out the uh, Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour here at approximately 8.39. Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. That is Jamie Burkhardt. That is Clayton Patterson. That is Peter Munganass. That is the entire service department. That is the entire staff. That is the best. That's who we work with here on this radio program. It's Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. And the uh, secret number for you to call or text is 314-252-0029. It's Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. Go online at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com and you can work with the best. And the best is Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganest, and the entire team at Munganest St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. We have the drops of the week coming up. We have the design air heating and cooling email of the day coming up. And uh, did you guys discuss the uh, article in the Post-Dispatch with uh, Derek Gould's interview with Bill DeWitt? By chance? We did not, no. Okay, well, I want to discuss that on the other side of the break. So that is what is our next topic. Stick around. That's coming up on the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.